0: welcome to coffee talk with liquid shano 1973 an inspirational podcast to put the ups and downs of life and everything in between here's your host shane lakita hey guys how's it going so here we are another day getting through all this together all of this stuff that's happening all around us and everything and as we are navigating and trying to be able to figure out what's normal, what's right, what's wrong, where we're at with everything. I think that it's just really important for us to engage and continue to just leverage and lean in on each other. So here we are again for another podcast. It's a Saturday morning for me, and I'm here to be able to just check in with you and see how things are going and see where we're at with everything. But the reason that I'm recording is because I got up and I was thinking about something, and I wanted to be able to catch up with all of you about this. Because if you're turning on the news and you're watching stuff like, You know, pandemics and coronavirus and all this different stuff that you see all over the television, all over the Internet, all over everywhere, everywhere you look. Right. I mean, the entire time frame that you're watching the normal national news for a half hour, all you're seeing is coronavirus and deaths and and sicknesses and all this different stuff. With some things that are sprinkled in every once in a while with some positivity, which I feel like I, I talked to my wife about this. I was telling her I'm really struggling because every time that I watched the news that I used to always watch, I always saw at least some positivity that was brought into play where I feel like it's now about a 1% positive but all negative. And I understand the dynamic of it because people are dying and people are not – feeling comfortable and they're not feeling safe and they're all hunkered down in their houses or they're on the front lines and they're in the medical field and they're in the trenches trying to be able to just save lives and do the things that they have to do to be able to continue moving forward and be amazing people that they are. So it's difficult sometimes to be able to find silver linings and find the positivity in a place where it's negative. Now, the last couple podcasts are kind of layering on top of each other. I went into very specifically around the fact that it's okay not to be okay. And it's okay to feel vulnerable and it's okay to be able to realize that, hey, you know what, I'm depressed or I'm down or I'm not feeling great or I feel like I'm out of control or I'm feeling like it's just not a great situation going on all around me. And that's okay. It's okay to live in that space for just a period of time. But there are moments that we have to start to turn it around. And there are moments that we have to say to ourselves, okay, if I'm essential personnel and I'm out there in the in the workforce and I'm doing the things that I have to do, you know, I, I could – these folks are doing this without even batting an eyelash. They're going out there to do what they have to do, internally probably struggling with the fact that they feel like they're putting their lives at risk because everybody else gets to go home or – If there's a situation where you are at home and maybe you're feeling the walls are closing in or you're feeling like everything's caving in and you're not feeling that great about the situation or whatever's happening all around you. You feel like, I don't know how to be able to respond to this. I've never been through anything like this. How do I teach my children? How do I talk to my parents? You know, how many videos and clips have you seen of people that haven't, aren't even able to visit their elderly grandparents or their parents? And so they're going to these homes and they're touching windows rather than be able to give each other a hug and get that personal contact. Right. So you see all these different situations. and You see this this amount of negativity and this amount of panic and mayhem and everything around you. It's so easy to fall into that rut of doing those kind of things because it's all around you. And that's all you're faced with. Right. I mean, we're, we're we are faced with a with an epidemic that we've never seen before. So now you've got the social distancing aspect of it where they're, they're recommending that you stay away from each other. There's no they don't want handshakes and they don't want hugs and they don't want people at close with each other. As a matter of fact, just yesterday they put out the message that they feel like people need to put on the whatever fabric mask that you can put over the top of you because they're finding they're finding that it's not just through sneezes and coughs and those kind of things. It's actually through laughing. And it's some conversation, people that talk loudly or aggressively. So it's it's a different world, and we're living in a pretty tough time, and it's difficult to be able to navigate through, and it's difficult to be able to find the positive lining, right? And so this podcast is all about that. As you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a period of time, you know and I know that I try to put out a message that's around, I'm going to accept reality for what it is. I'm a I'm a realist, but I'm a positive realist. So, I take a look at whatever the dynamic and the landscape that I have going on, and I say to myself, How can I make it a better situation? And how can I overcome the adversity that I've been given? And how can I be better moving forward and learn from my experiences as I go? And these are the things that I ask myself. And I say to myself, Okay, how can I get to a place where I can be a resource and a reference or help others through this whole entire dynamic of this podcast to be able to maybe get through the things that we have to get through. And that's why I'm recording that this morning. Because again, I wanna tie it back to something positive. And I'll share my thoughts. These are the things I was thinking of. As I got up this morning, I was thinking to myself, I'm gonna turn on the TV and I'm gonna be able, because I'm, I'm quarantined just like everybody else, I'm stuck inside my house, I might go for walks and I might try to be able to get some fresh air and those kind of things, but I am I got the TV on. And on the TV, all over, the it's spattered everywhere. The coronavirus, the pandemic, the cases in different counties, the stay-at-home orders, all the different stuff with the National Guards and everything else being called in to different situations of pulling ventilators from one place to the next. I'm, I'm right there with you. I see it all. And I was thinking to myself as I woke up. What am I going to see today? Am I is it just going to be more of that drum just crazy beat of the drum coming at me going um this is what's happening. This is where we're at. This is the pain and suffering that's going on or whatever. And then I thought to myself something, here was my silver lining. <laughs> and as you know, that's what I try to do. And this is was this was my silver lining. I thought to myself, what's going to happen in 20 years when we look back on this? Are we going to be at a place where we look back and say, that's all we think about was the fact of the thousands of people that died, which is very important to reflect on, and it's very important to learn from, and all that stuff? Are we going to look back on the fact that you know there was death, and there was mayhem, and there was chaos, and there was no toilet paper, and there was all kinds of different stuff going on? Are we going to look back at those types of situations, or are we going to look back at some of the positives? And here are the positives that I'm going to bring to you, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lay them out for you right now, because they're on my mind, and I think we need to discuss it. So first of all, how have people come together? Has even though we are we are recommended for social distancing and we're staying away from each other, but look at some of the stories of how we're coming together. One of the ways is if you look at, I just saw it on the news, which was so great. It was so rare that I saw some positivity, but I saw in the news that they did this whole town came together and all the kids went outside and they Use the chalk to de- decorate all of the roads because nobody's driving to work. Nobody's going anywhere for anything. So they decorate all the roads with hearts and all kinds of different colors and everything else. And they took a, a drone to travel through the neighborhood to show the love of the different places that were going on. So all these people... We're coming together all these kids were giving back all these kids were being positive they're doing all the things that they have to do to be positive influences on the situation they came together as a community how about all the moms and all the people that are great at embroidering and cross stitching and stitching things together and sewing they're putting all these masks together for some of our medical personnel that are out there my own stepmother got together and put together four or five or six different masks or maybe even more masks that she put together for my sister who works in the jail that works she's essential personnel and they're working with inmates and they're working there, but they don't really have all the protective gear that they need. So my, my stepmother got together and put this together to be able to donate these to those folks to be able to take care of them. And then now we have all kinds of people donating different masks and different stuff for our front lines, communities coming together. Are we going to remember the fact that we came together as well during this time frame? Because I know already I see pockets of it, and I'm hearing stories of it, and I'm hearing philanthropy coming through, and I'm hearing just overall volunteerism picking up and those kind of things. Even though we're socially distant, we're still trying to be able to do those things moving forward to come together as a community to do the things that are necessary. How about even the small to to medium business community, the SMB community? the small to medium businesses, your mom and pop's places, your restaurants, your convenience stores, your different your pizza parlors, all the different stuff. And they do the curbside pickup or they do the takeouts. And these people are investing in those things, not just because they're stuck at home, but because they want to invest in their small to medium business, their local business owners, the people that they know are being hit hard by all of these different financial woes with the fact that we're going through everything. That's community. That's community coming together to be able to say, I'm going to invest in you because it's the right thing to do. So in 20 years, when we're looking back, one of the positives that we can look at is we are coming together as a country. No matter what your party is, no matter what your race is, no matter what your color, no matter what your sex is, no matter where it is, we're all coming together because we're all in the same place. Place. we're all in the same position we there's no more really to be honest with you outside of the fact that you might have some more money than others but everybody's kind of in the same boat right now it's kind of almost like flatlined everything where we're all struggling through the same things we're all stuck we're all we don't we're in this weird place and we don't really know where to go so we're coming together as a community which is what should be happening which is what we should be living in society with. So I'm going to look back on it. I'm going to say, okay, in the beginning stages, I don't know what's going to happen when it all unfolds and where we're at as we navigate because we're not through the worst of it yet. So I'm going to look at those things. Here's the second thing that I'm going to look at as a positive silver lining. I'm a busy guy. I travel throughout the whole entire state. I go all these different places. I'm always on the road. I'm always on the go. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I work my tail off and I do the things that I have to do and I'm always gone. So what I'm going to do is now look at the fact that all of a sudden I'm working from home. I'm here with my son whose school is also closed and he's 14. He's going through freshman year in high school and he's going through his schoolwork. So each day, we spend about an hour together, at least, for him to do his schoolwork. So he sits at the table. He does his schoolwork while I'm doing my regular work. I'm on my computer. He's on his. He's asking me questions. We're we're digging in a little bit through business questions or we're going through different math stuff and whatever else. But at the end of the day, it's quality time, and he's doing his schoolwork with me. So how about families that are coming together that are – Stepping outside of the fact that they're normally busy. If you have two working parents that are now working from home, I see a lot of people post about it, and I know they're just making fun and they're being silly about it. But they're saying, "Oh my goodness, I cannot believe! Like we're quarantined, we're stuck in this house. I'm driving the kids are driving me crazy. They're doing all kinds of stuff." And I know that that's part of it because it is. It's a difference in the in the normal routine that you've been used to for so long, and it's difficult to be able to one feed them, get them, <laughs> keep that food going all the time. But then you're also having to entertain them and make sure that they stay entertained and all that stuff. And it's kind of different than normal because school would take that over for a lot of people, including myself. So now we have to think of ways. How can we as a family come together? And there are these families that have two, three, four kids that are there that are now finding out things like let's list them out. Things like game night. They're grabbing the Unos and they're grabbing the Yahtzees and they're grabbing whatever and they're doing game night. They're doing FaceTime games where they're reaching out to other families and they're all getting together to be able to play games together. How about barbecues or they're putting stuff in, or maybe they're lighting a fire in the back. I've seen so many people lighting campfires in the back, like in their pits and stuff like that. People lighting up a fire, spending some time with the family around the fire and just relaxing and, and talking and spending time with each other. Hey guys, one of the questions that I get from a lot of the listeners of the show is, how can I support the podcast? Well, one of the ways you can do so is, is you can go to com slash liquid coffee talk, and you can join to become a patron of the show. Now, what this means is, is you can go in and you can donate to the show as a recurring payment, or you can do it as a one-time donation towards the show itself. And this helps for things like lighting, microphones, cables, software, interviews, and everything else that we're doing to be able to continue to elevate this show in general. And what you also get is if you become a patron of the show, there are different tiers you can go in at. And one of the things you can do is is you can get some swag back from the show. So basically coffee mugs, T-shirts, stickers, and all kinds of different things just for becoming a patron of the show. The other benefit to it is you can get exclusive content, whether it's interviews or bloopers or videos from me to you, just the patrons, to be able to continue moving forward and be inspired as we go about our days. So I appreciate all of the feedback that I get from you guys and, of course, all the love. But if you want to become a patron, that's how you do it. I'll also put a link to the page right in the the body of this podcast itself. Now back to the show. Guys, this is a time where it may seem like it might be annoying, but it is a time, especially for our kids, that we're spending time with them that we didn't have before. We complained about the fact – one of the things that I always hear from people that have kids that have grown up and, and moved out of the house, I always hear, enjoy the times that you have right now because they're only young for a certain amount of time. And, and, and I understand that, and I see that as my kid gets older and he's getting to become a young man, and I understand the concept of that. But on the same token, I think we take it for granted, and it does fly. Time does really fly because we're so busy. Well, now is a time when we're forced to actually live in the moment. We're forced to actually be parents and be somebody that's there as a resource to have conversations with them about current events that are going on or have conversations with them about relationships and conversations about what the world is going to look like when we get back on the back end or be there as a support and be there as a reference point for them. Understand the importance of that. I think that is really a huge thing. And I think that we can mold what their view of this is going to be moving forward as something more positive than what it is negative. When we ask the question to our kids in 20 years, what did you think of the 2020 coronavirus time pandemic? They may think of some of the negative things, but some of the things that they're going to bring up is, is, well, you know what? I never spent that much time with my family. And now during that time frame, that's all we did and we, 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 we removed the distractions and we just spent time together and we bonded and we communicated and we had these conversations and we were able to sit back and go, I, I was able to get through certain things or schoolwork was a little bit easier for me because I had somebody there to be able to ping some ideas off of or talk to or I didn't have the hustle and bustle of the noise of school or kids bothering me or getting in my face and all that stuff because we have an opportunity right now to be able to bond And to be able to relate and be able to move these things forward and really do the things that we should have been doing in the first place. So the positive side of it, the positive lining is what are you doing during this time to maximize everything that you have? My wife said to me the other day, it was great. She said to me, we were talking about working out, we were talking about exercise, and we were talking about how some folks are, are talking about how they can't go to the gym and they can't do different things. And we, we were discussing the fact that a lot of people used to complain, including myself, that I don't have time to go to the gym or I don't have time to work out or go for a walk or those kind of things because I'm always working and I'm always busy. Well, guess what? You got all the time in the world right now. You really do if you think about it. Even if you work a 12-hour day from home and you're on the computer, you're not traveling. You're not. There's no commute. There's no things that you have to do. You're working from home. You can do the things. Just got to schedule it out and be able to incorporate it. And she's so correct. We always complained about the fact that we never had time, and now all of a sudden we do. Why are we not taking advantage of it? But instead, the depression kicks in or the news kicks in or we get sucked into social media or whatever, which, by the way, if you if you are a person that doesn't like social media, here's the thing. Social media is super important during times like this, because even if I'm talking about the family aspect of how we're bonding as families and how we're coming together, even the folks that are solo and they're by themselves and they're at home and they're stuck at home, social media and the different platforms that we actually have to be able to communicate with other people is so super important. And although we might have complained about social media before because it was political, it was divisive, it was opinionated, it had all this other stuff. But right now, more than ever, how important is social media to be able to connect with people? How important is the different tools and technology that we have to be able to communicate with other people? How often have you used FaceTime to be able to reach out to loved ones that maybe you didn't reach out to before? I've seen a lot of posts about people that haven't reached out to grandparents or uncles in years just because they've been just distant. But all of a sudden, because of this thing that's gone on, they're reaching out to them. And those people that are doing it on their own, you're probably doing it 10 times more than you've ever done it before. Because before, maybe you were doing it on your own and you were solo and you were you know, rolling through life and doing the things you have to do. Now you're kind of forced to be able to say, how do I reconnect with people? How do I rekindle relationships? How do I talk to people that might need me more than I need them or whatever? Like, listen, this is a time to come together. This is a time to be able to relate to each other and be able to bond with each other and be able to communicate with each other in a way that we haven't done before. Quite frankly, because we've never been faced with this before. So positive silver linings really are all about how we come together as a community. How we step our games up and be the best version of ourselves and help a community and do things for others and invest in other people and make sure that we are lifting people up instead of breaking people down and continuing to move that forward. And how about we learn something from all of this after all this is said and done and continue that moving forward. What I'm afraid of is, after we're done with all this, Washington's going to go back to doing the things they do in Washington, and they're going to be divisive, and they're going to be split right down the middle, and they're going to be able to fight up there, and then that just trickles right down to the front lines of everywhere else that we're going, and now we're in this place where, like, what, what is happening? When instead, why don't we learn from what we're seeing right now, how there are so many different factions and different places in the country and the world that are actually coming together because it's a common cause. It's a common enemy. It's a common thing. Everybody is all coming together because we're all right-sized. But when this all ends and this all kind of fades away or the, the virus goes away or we have vaccines or those kind of things as we go... We're going to learn from a lot of that, but why don't we learn from the social aspect of things? Why don't we learn how we're actually communicating with each other? We're actually talking to people more than ever. One of the things I noticed in my neighborhood was is that I see people walking every day uh, outside of when it's raining and cold, but every every day they've been out there walking. Tons of tons of families walking together with their dog, five or six of them all walking up and down the road, just getting some fresh air, getting out and about on the trails, doing the things they have to do, social distancing, everybody staying away from each other, but they're also communicating with each other. They throw a, a long distance wave or a, long, or, or a virtual high five or whatever else. Communities are coming together and putting bears in windows for kids to be able to travel through the neighborhoods, to be able to look up and see and count the amount of bears in the neighborhood. Or Easter's coming, so you're going to have see decorations at the end of driveways or in neighborhoods on on roads or whatever else to be able to navigate what the new normal might look like. But that's communal and community coming together. These are people that are saying, listen, we, we can still do this. And we've got this and we can continue to push forward and be strong and be vigilant and keep moving forward all along the way accepting reality for what it is and being able to navigate and learn from it if we don't learn from all this all this stuff if we don't learn from this epidemic that we that we're faced with right now and we don't learn on the back end of ways to be better and ways to be ways to move forward in a positive space and be able to do those kind of things then then we're we're a lost cause I'm just saying it, I'm just being honest with you, then we're a lost cause. If we can't learn from the situation that we are going through right now to be better individuals moving forward and to, be, to learn how to be able to lift people up, communicate with people, be a positive influence, instead of breaking people down and always being negative, we need to be the positive light. And if it has to start with everybody on this podcast, I don't know, whoever's listening to this right now, if it has to start with this podcast right now, then let it. Let you be the changing force of what we're going to do moving forward. Make a plan. What am I learning from what I'm going through right now and how can I be better? Am I going to invest more time in my family after this is all said and done or am I just gonna go back to grinding and going crazy with 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 the work and everything else without actually investing in my children and my kids? Am I going to stop making FaceTime calls to all of my family members or all of my loved ones, my aunts, my uncles, my grandparents or whatever, just cause life gets in the way and I'm a busy worker? Or am I going to learn that the fact that, man, it was really nice to be able to connect with people, and it was really nice to be able to bond with my family and be able to do those kind of things? Am I going to learn from it, or am I just going to go back to the normal and do the things that I've always done and be as busy as hell and make sure life gets in the way, and then next thing you know, they're 18, 20, and they're moving on and they're doing their things, and now we're like looking back going, what just happened? Uh, it just went by with a a, a flash of light. Or are we stepping back to be able to say, okay, I need to learn from this? Because everything's about learning, isn't it? All the trials we go through, everything we go through. If you're on a weight loss journey and you fall and you gain weight or whatever, do you learn from it and be able to move forward? Do you go back to the things that you know works and be able to move forward or look for the triggers? Yeah, probably. Probably. If you're in school and you fail a course, are you going to learn from that course? Are you going to learn from your mistakes of where you're at? Yeah, probably. You're going to probably dig in and be able to say, okay, how do I get better and what do I have to do? This is the same type of situation. How are we going to learn from the things that we've done in the past that maybe weren't working the way that they should and the way society is right now? And how can we be a better version of ourselves after it's all said and done? Let's focus on that. Let's dive in. Let's get our hands dirty. Let's roll up our sleeves and let's be the best version of who we can be. And it all starts with you right here with your two ears with this podcast right now and me with my voice talking into this microphone. It starts with us. We have to be the catalyst to be able to move that forward. So I challenge you. I challenge you to write down all the things that you are appreciative of. One of the things that I saw the other day. And I loved it. I love the concept of it was a, it's a whisk jar or a jail jar. And basically while they're locked in jail, <laughs> while the kids are locked in jail or while the family's locked in jail, they take these notes and they write down the things that they miss that they really want to be able to do, right? So let's, let's say for instance, they loved hugging their grandmother or whatever. And they write this down on a little piece of paper and they drop it in this jar. Whenever they have a note or something that comes into their mind that they miss doing, that they're really appreciative of, that they were able to do when they were able to, they drop it in the jar. And what they're going to do as a family is once all the dust settles, they're going to open up the jar and they're going to go do those things. So it's a whisk jar. It's pretty cool. It's a jail jar. And so this is something that the family's doing. Here's the other thing that I saw being done, and I love it. Taking a big whiteboard, putting it in the house, and being able to start writing down all the things you're appreciative of. All the things that the family members are appreciative of. What do the kids love about what's going on right now? Or what what they miss the most, what they can actually capitalize on to be able to move forward. Maybe the kids, even though they may complain about it and they may be stuck in their uh, Xboxes and iPhones and tablets and whatever else, they still like the fact that their family's home. How about your pets? You think your pets love the fact that you're home with them all the time? You're damn right they do. How many times have you come home from work and the kid, and the and the, and the dog or the cat's going bonkers because you're home and they're so happy to see you and you're like, oh, man, this is great and it feels really good and all, but now you're actually home with them. And they're like, this is really cool, man. I get my owners with me. I get to play with them. I get pets. I get, I get to snuggle up with them, all that stuff. Think about the pets that you have in your house. They're probably feeling like, oh, man, if I had a wish board, this would be exactly what that wish board would be. So the learning from that might be spend more time with your animals. Do the things you have to do because when all the dust settles, book some time with them. Do the things that are necessary for you to to keep utilizing them and bring them in with the family or whatever it is that you have to do. Learn from where we're at, okay? All right, guys, so those are the two positive things that I wanted to bring up on this podcast, okay? We're coming together as a community. Let's keep leveraging that and learn from that and create habits from that as we move forward and to take the divisiveness and the divide that we have in this country and the world for us to be able to move forward and be in a better place. I re- I know it's a pipe dream, but I really want us to learn from that. And the second thing is appreciate what you actually are faced with right now and leverage that moving forward. If it's bonding time, if it's communication, if it's phone calls, if it's FaceTime, if it's Zoom calls or whatever it is that you've been doing, that you like that you've been doing and you've been forced to do it because of the situation that you're in, continue doing that moving forward let's learn from it let's bond let's be better from it and let's keep on moving forward love you guys and we'll talk to you soon thank you for listening to today's podcast please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use